What makes people look at things from a negative aspect? Do they just wake up one day and decide to be negative? What makes people feel like whatever point they're at in their life, especially if it's a negative, you know, from a negative aspect, what makes people feel like it's never going to change? What makes that light at the end of the tunnel so hard to see? Well, I'll tell you this much. I don't know. But if you're someone who has found your fucking way, if you were once in a hole that you were able to somehow climb your way out of, then this podcast probably isn't for you. Because I'm talking to the people that are currently stuck and feel like there's no way, feel like there's hopeless, there's nothing but hopelessness. I'm talking to the people who have been trying to make a better way, to find a better way. To change their life in some type of way. And just can't seem to fucking find it. Those are the things that, in my opinion, make people look at things from a negative aspect. I highly doubt, although I'm no, you know, I'm I'm psychiatrist and I've, you know, have no real data to, you know, go on. But I'm just going to make a decent assumption. And assume that most people who have a negative outlook on life don't necessarily choose to have a negative outlook on life. Why? What makes them have a negative outlook on life? Well, I think it's called pattern. Honestly. I think it's the pattern in which things happen in our lives that cause us to look at things the way that we look at things. Yeah, everybody goes through ups and downs. Good and the bad, sour and the sweet. But it also depends on how much bad versus good happens in your life that causes you to have an outlook on something. You know, when you hear people say things like, they say, well, um, somebody may say, well, nine times out of ten, People will usually get blah, blah, blah. And then somebody may say, well, I'll probably be that 10th that doesn't get it. Most people will just look at you and say, stop thinking so negatively. But do you know what causes a person to think like that? Well, I think the answer is simple. It's because of the pattern that your life goes. And then you have people who actually sit there and say, well, you have to change it. If it was that fucking easy... Do you think they'd be sitting where they're sitting at right now? And if it was easy for you, then congratulations. Real shit, congratulations. But for most people, it is not quite that easy. It's not quite that simple. And it's frustrating because nobody wants to have a negative aspect on life. Nobody wants to always see things in the negative, but at the same time, I also understand, too, that sometimes when you face nothing but negativity, and 99% of the time that shit happens to you is on a negative basis, well, you can't help but to think, well, why the fuck should this be any fucking different? As bad as you may not want it to be that way, you look at this thing called reality. I'm sitting here doing this podcast right now. And as I do my podcast, I always reflect on my own life. 
And right now, there's nobody in my house but me and my three dogs. <laughs> and I can't help but to feel like this is the weather that it will be for the rest of my life. I don't like that thought. I really don't like that thought. But I'm only basing it based off of the days that have gone by every single day. I look at the fact that I don't go out because who wants to go out by themselves? Usually I don't have any money to go any out, get, go anywhere anyway, so that, you know, that really counts going out. And then you know, you think about what's out there and you're like, "Oh my gosh." And then I think about my past and I think about the people that I've had in my life in the past and more recent past, shall I say? And I'm like, the last person that I dealt with, we were comfortable together. He was somebody that I've known basically all my life. And we just kind of had the same interests. It wasn't somebody, I mean, we got to know each other closer, but I mean, I've always known him. He was my neighbor. I've always, we've always known each other, but you know, when you get to know somebody on a more close, in, closer, intimate, um, um, detail, you, you know, you learn more about what you already knew about a person, but overall he was pretty much just like me, kick back, easy going, like to chill, enjoy, smoke some weed and do whatever we do. And the thought of having to meet someone new, getting to know somebody new, learning about somebody new, going through that whole fucking phase is really terrifying. Not to mention there's nobody out there to meet, <laughs> honestly. It's really terrifying. I understand more, more as the days go by, I understand more and more clear why people stay in relationships that they probably are not really happy in because at least being with somebody and being unhappy, it beats the holy shit out of being by yourself. It really does. And I know it may sound weird, but it's, it's, it's the fucking truth. People would much rather be unhappy with somebody than unhappy by themselves. And I totally fucking understand it. There's a lot of people out there in relationships that they're probably, you know, better off by themselves but really, nobody wants to be by themselves because it fucking sucks. You may have somebody that you are, that you love, that you're with, and y'all fight more than you really care to fucking fight. It may not even be a healthy-ass relationship. In some cases, it may even be abusive. But why do these relationships go on for so fucking long? These relationships last 10, 15, 20 fucking years sometimes, sometimes longer than that, and you're just fucking unhappy. You, 98% of the fucking time and 2% of the time, y'all cool. And I mean, just cool. Or maybe let's just say 90% of the time, y'all beefing. And 10% of the time, y'all cool. And that's just cool. Why don't people leave? Because nobody wants to come home to an empty house. If you have somebody you share body heat with in the bed every night, it beats the shit out of a uh, a cold bed to yourself. <clears throat> Having somebody to talk to that you probably, you know, may really not be feeling, but they just there, beats the shit out of not having nobody to talk to at all.
It really fucking does. There are so many people. I hear people talk all the fucking time, even over the fucking years. You know, you talk to them about their relationship. They're like, yeah, yeah, we still together. You know, you hear the the, the, the totally unenthused, unenthused fucking um, response about the relationship they're in. And it's like, why the fuck don't you leave? That's because even an unhappy relationship beats the shit out of no relationship at all. And it's sad. And I look at God like, why are those the only two motherfucking uh, options? You know, people get into relationships. Some relationships are happy. Some relationships are cool. They actually are really cool. But majority of relationships, especially these fucking days, motherfuckers ain't fucking happy. But they stick it out. Why? Because it beats the shit out of being alone. It really fucking does. Being unhappy with somebody beats the fuck out of being unhappy by your damn self. I know this for a fact. Then there may be other factors, maybe why you don't want to, people don't fucking leave. But I know for a fact, for a for shit show, that being alone ain't no fucking fun at all. Not having nobody to talk to. And then the thought of having to go through the start all over again. Being with somebody new, having to learn their fucking ways, learn about them, learn what they like, learn what they don't like, learn if y'all are even compatible at all, or the possibility of finding out that you're not compatible at all. And you end up just talking to somebody for a few weeks or months, and then poof, they're gone. Or you have to take the chance of, of, of finding out that you're into somebody who's not into you, or vice versa. They're into you, and you ain't into them as much. And when you have a relationship already established, well, you know, you already kind of know what you're dealing with. So you can kind of pick your poison, you know. But why is life like that? Why in the fuck is life like that? I don't know. But I know how it feels to be on both sides. I know how it feels to be with somebody, to have somebody in your life. And I know how it feels to not have anybody in your fucking life. Only thing is, it seems like, you know, I guess with people where you have somebody in your life, you all, you may kind of wonder, like, how long am I have to, how long am I going to deal with this shit? How long am I going to keep doing this? And then when you're on, on, when you're on the other end of that shit, you're like, I guess I'll be alone forever. That's what it feels like. Day in, day out, it's the same shit. Day in, day out, it's the same old nothing. And you ask God, like, what the fuck? <laughs> And especially when you start putting it together like, well, hell, I don't even know any fucking body to talk to. And if I do find somebody to talk to, I'm going to have to go through the whole beginning stages all over again. But when you ain't even got nobody to fucking go through the beginning stage with, you really be thinking, yeah, I guess I'll be alone for the rest of my motherfucking life. And you understand more and more why people stay in relationships that they probably really don't want to be in. Some. I'm not saying all, but some. It just all depends, I guess. It all depends. But I know <clears throat> it is nice to have somebody to talk to. It's nice to have somebody to come home to. It's nice to have somebody to share a laugh with, share a joint with, share whatever the fuck you share. Movie nights. Just somebody to be there to talk to. Even if it's, you know, even if you're not coming home to the person. Just somebody to pick up the phone. Hey, what you doing? Come through, or can I come through, or you want me to come through? Whatever it is, just somebody there besides you 
and yourself. That type of shit feels like it's just going to last for fucking ever. And it's crazy. It's hella fucking crazy. Nobody likes to be alone. Well, I won't say that. There are some people who love to be alone. I'm just not one of those people. You know, <clears throat> I'm not really the kind of girl who likes to be alone. But I've been alone for a while now. And, you know, it is what it is. But you do feel like you'll be alone for the rest of your fucking life. It's a lot of shit. It's a lot of fucking shit that goes through your fucking mind. And you have a different understanding to a lot of shit. A different understanding to a lot of shit that you probably wouldn't understand normally if you were not in that situation. And it really sucks when you have somebody that you miss. That's the fucking worst. That is the absolute fucking worst. Because your mind, well, I know me, I can't stop my mind from from going places that I really, it really probably shouldn't go. It, It really, you know, it really doesn't. My phone doesn't ring unless it's a spam call, my kids, or my mom. It's the only time my phone rings. Other than that, my phone does exactly what it's doing right now, and that's sitting silent. It's just weird. And I wish I could stop my mind from going backwards sometimes because you think about the past and all the fun that you had in the past, and then you look at your life now, and it's like, wow, how fucking boring. How fucking boring. It's just some weird shit. All my kids are gone. You know, they're out and about, shall I say. They'll be back home later. But they're out and about, living their life like they should be doing. But I miss that stage in my life. I miss being able to have a... I miss having a life. I miss having a social life. I miss having people to talk to, to be around, phone calls, to get or make. I just miss it. Like, seriously. It sucks. It really fucking sucks. I hate missing the person that I miss because I'm like, you know, the only thing fucked up about missing somebody is missing somebody who ain't missing you. That's some real shit. That is some real ass fucking shit. Missing somebody is one thing. Missing somebody who ain't thinking shit about you, that hurts. (laughs) That hurts. But you got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. Missing somebody... You know, it's like when people miss people, we all miss have people who've passed away in our lives that we love, that we miss. <clears throat> in my opinion, that is a lot easier. That's an easier miss type of missing somebody than it is to miss somebody who's still walking this earth. Because at least you know when the person who passed away, at least you know why you're missing them because they're no longer here. But to miss somebody who's still fucking here. That hurts like a motherfucker. And missing somebody hurts, period. You know, missing somebody is missing somebody. But missing somebody who's still walking this earth, who ain't thinking shit about you, that shit hurts. Bad. 
Because you feel like you just left out there on this fucking island by your damn self. And you're watching the rest of life just go on without you. And you feel like you're walking like you're alive, but you're dead. <laughs> like a functioning vegetable. You know, it's like, it's just, it, it hurts. And it makes me so mad at God because I'm like, this is what the fuck your plan is for my fucking life? For real, nigga? You know, and unless you're a social butterfly and you like to be out there in the streets and I'm just not that kind of person. That's why the last person that I was with, I thought it was just so great because we both <clears throat> were kind of like one and the same in a way, <clears throat> you know, we both enjoy being in the house, kicking it, spending time together, doing what we do, having a good time. And it was just simple. It wasn't no complicated shit. You know, we had our ups and downs and all, but for the most part, overall, and we've dealt with each other for about 12 years. And it just kind of dissolved when when I um, moved out to where I am now, which is not that far, but, you know, I guess he was under the impression that I had moved on with my life, but I it, that wasn't the case at all. I mean, I moved from where I was, which we used to stay across the street from each other. Um, for those 12 years we were dealing with each other, you know, we were living li literally right across the street from each other. But just because I moved about an hour away, I guess he thought, well, she ain't tripping off of me no more. And so, you know, he moved on with his life and I guess I had to, too. But I, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish it didn't happen like that. I wish he had known or I wish somehow he knew that just because I was an hour away didn't change a motherfucking thing. But I also know that I wouldn't expect him to stop living his fucking life just because I wasn't, you know, across the street any fucking more. I just wish that he knew that, you know, it wasn't, um, you know, nothing changed for me except for my location, you know. But I guess somehow the wires got twisted and, you know, it just kind of, the, the, and it wasn't, we were in, we were not in a relationship. We were just, you would think we were in a relationship because everybody used to be like, oh, your man and that's your girl. We used to be like, no, we're not, that's not my girl. That's not my man. That's just my, my, my folks. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Because we appeared to be a couple because we were always together, always doing stuff together. Either I was at his house or he was at mine. And I, you know, that to me, it was cool. That was cool. But... It just, you know, once I moved out here where I'm at now, which is about seven years, next month, actually, it'll be eight years we've been out here. So up until seven or eight years ago, I think for, I think the first, my first two, three years when I, when I was out here, you know, we were still dealing. But, you know, I guess he just kind of, um, I don't know, he just figured that, you know, I had moved on. We didn't talk as much, but we would talk. But it it wasn't because I didn't want to, but just that's just how things kind of went. But, you know, so he met somebody new, and it is what it is today. Actually, he hit a fucking jackpot, <laughs> really. And, I, and I'm not mad at him. I understand it. I just, <clears throat> I just wish things hadn't dissolved the way that they did between us. But it seems like everybody's life is going okay, perfectly fine, with the exception of mine. And it really sucks to be alone. I mean, no fucking lie. I used to be scared to talk about this kind of shit because I always wanted to thought like, well, what's people going to think? I, I don't really give a fuck. 
because the truth is the truth. And for people who maybe think it's funny or think it's something to laugh at, be careful what you laugh at, folks. Like, seriously, real shit. Be careful what you laugh at because the very same thing that you laugh at, you may have to fucking take on yourself. You never know what tomorrow brings or what next week might bring or what next month or next year may bring. You never fucking know. So the very same thing that you laugh, the very same problems of somebody else that you may laugh at today could very well be your problem in the future. And then it won't be so fucking funny. And you wouldn't want nobody laughing and making fun of your ass. That's called compassion. That's called compassion. Even if you don't like it, even if you do think it's funny, be careful what you laugh at. I remember I was told from a very young age, laughing catches. Laughing catches. What you laugh at today could be your fucking problem later on. But yeah, I, I, you know, I just figured I'd share this podcast because, you know, it's something that's on my mind, it's on my heart, and it's something that stays on my fucking mind and my heart day in, day out. Especially when I'm sitting here by myself watching Law and Order. It's just one of those things I just, you know, you know, people, it's one of those things that people wouldn't believe until you say something about it or until they see it. And I'm not, this is not a cry for help. This ain't no fucking sob story. It's just a realization of fucking life. Don't nobody need nobody to feel fucking sorry for them. But if it's going on in life, why not fucking talk about it? Those are what my podcast, those, this is what my podcast is about. Bringing light to the darker side of life. The things that a lot of us just talk about, I mean, that a lot of us do not talk about, but we deal with every day internally. The things that we're afraid to let people know about, the things that we're afraid to admit, the things that we act like we cool with, knowing motherfucking well we're not. I bring light to that type of shit. Not for fucking making fun purposes, none whatsoever. But to just bring awareness. And to let people know, you're not alone. You are not alone. The same problems that you're dealing with, you never know who else are dealing with those kind of problems. And sometimes, just sometimes... It helps to hear that you're not alone, that you're not the only person dealing with this type of shit. It don't make it better, but it does help to know that at least I'm not the only motherfucker feeling this way. I don't know why, but sometimes it just does. Because a lot of times when we feel a certain way, we feel like the lone fucking ranger. Like, we're the only motherfucker on this planet going through this shit. But we're not. I think what they call them, what, uh, um, what they call them, uh, not study groups, but they call them um, group sessions. You know, when you get people who are dealing with the same type of problem, it can be Alcoholics Anonymous or Gamblers Anonymous, all those types of situations. Those are groups of people who are dealing with the same type of situation. The same type of situations. And they're just there to support each other. And that's what it's about, supporting each other. Instead of ridiculing somebody or coming down on somebody or talking shit about somebody, what if you could help? What if you did something to actually help some fucking body? What if you did something to make somebody's day a little brighter instead of being an asshole and making it fucking worse? I understand that these days most people get off on being assholes. Most people be busting nuts off of being assholes, which is some, you know, some fucked up ass shit. But. I'm sure there's enough people out there. The world can't, it hasn't completely gone to fucking hell. There's got to be some people out there somewhere. 
who actually still give a fuck. Who actually still have a heart. Who still have compassion. Those are the people I'm talking to. Those are the people I'm talking about. Going through fucked up shit is hard enough as it fucking is. When you feel like your entire fucking life has gone down the fucking shithole. A little love. A little sunshine. Man, you just don't understand. That shit goes a long fucking way. Sometimes I get so lonely I find myself talking to Siri just because the bitch answered back. <laughs> That's sad. But it's true. Just to hear somebody talking back to me. It's a fucking computer. So it's even that much sadder when you don't have nobody to talk to. When you have nobody else there but you. And yourself. Yeah, you find things to do. Yeah, you find ways to occupy your time. But everything has its fucking limits. Every fucking thing. Even my podcast. Sometimes I get so distracted with, 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 with past memories, it, it really takes over. Like, it, like certain songs, certain smells, certain words. I don't even listen to music no more because most of the music that I listen to, that I hear, especially the music from, you know, from my time, shall I say. I don't know about the shit these kids are listening to today. I don't know what the fuck that's called. And I'm from the rap era. Some of the shit that they listen to today, I'd be like, what the fuck is that? But either way, you know. A lot of the songs that I would listen to, like, from back in the day, I don't even listen to anymore because most of the time it makes me think about the person that I miss so fucking much. And I truly miss this man because I still love him. I really still fucking love him. I love him so much, and I, I'll, I'll always love him. I don't think that there's anything him or I can do that'll change that, even though he's really right now married to somebody else. And he wasn't always married. He's he's a newlywed still. So that that I don't want anybody to think, oh yeah, we were, you know, he was married the whole time because he wasn't. <laughs> but <laughs> I miss him that fucking much. And when you miss somebody that much, it it could be the slightest fucking thing can take you so far back into your memories, you get lost on how to even fucking come up out of it. A lot of times I gotta distract myself. To, Distract myself from trying to think about from 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 thinking about him so much because and then the, the the thing that helps me to come up out of it the quickest is to really remind myself like dude, this motherfucker ain't thinking shit about you. You're the last thing on his mind. And the most fucked up part is that he still talks to my mom because his family still stays across the street from my mama. And so when my mom tells me, you know, when she, you know, oh, you know, such and such came by today and he was talking to me and blah 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 blah, it's like I it. I almost hate hearing about it because I'm like, you know, part of my heart is like wishing that he would ask about me or, you know, something, but he never does. He never does because he's not worried about me. This man is living a grand, and I'm going to say he's living a grand-ass life. This motherfucker's living a good-ass fucking life. And I mean damn good. He hit the relationship jackpot. And I'm sure the relationship is probably not perfect, but I'm sure it is perfect the fuck enough. You get to travel the fucking world and brand new cars and, you know, nothing that you can't fucking have. Nothing you can't have. I'm like, shit, I guess I'd be doing a damn thing too if I had it like him, but, you know. 
I'm just a small pea in a big ass pond, right? <laughs> and I mean a small pea. <laughs> One little drip in a big ass pond. So I'm the last thing on this mind. But I'm just saying it to say, people, that if you feel like, you know, like, like, you know, tough times are never going to end. I wish I could tell you different. I wish I could tell you don't feel that way, but I don't know how to know the way around it because sometimes it does feel like that. Like, it, I truly feel like I will be like this for the rest of my fucking life. I really, truly, honestly do. I, I don't have any trust and faith in God that any of this will ever fucking change because it's been like this for so fucking long. So fucking long. And it is what it is. I have to accept it because I'm not, I, don't, I don't live in a fucking fairy tale. I live in this thing called reality. That's the only thing I know how to deal with. That's the only thing I will ever fucking deal with. So, yeah, when they say look for the light at the end of the tunnel, nigga, <laughs> I don't fucking see it. I don't fucking see it because every single motherfucking day I look for that bitch, even the inkling of it, and it's not there. And I have to keep telling myself, just keep going. I mean, and you keep going. I ain't going to lay down and die. Fuck nah. But I understand a lot more now than I did yesterday. And I'll understand a lot tomorrow than I did today. And I truly understand why the fuck people, when people get with somebody, they hold on. And I understand why. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, I understand why people hold on. Because being alone is something not many people are looking forward to. At all. There are some people, now I know some people who enjoy being alone, like really like being alone. I'm just not one of those people. And I don't think most people are one of those fucking people. It's nice to have somebody in your fucking life. Somebody. Even if it's just a fucking friend, just somebody to talk to. Because when you ain't got nobody, and I mean nobody, it's an awful ass feeling. It's awful. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to my podcast. I appreciate the love and support people are giving. I hope that there's understanding in my podcast. I hope that there's love being understood and spread around the world because that's what my main focus is outside of being real. I truly appreciate the support of all the countries and the cities that are downloading my podcast. I hope you listen with with your hearts and study just your ears. I hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Stay safe. Stay woke. And please, by all means, feel free, if you like, to contact me directly. Good, bad, or indifferent, your comments. I would love to hear back from you. I can be reached directly at my email, W-Y-L-D-C-H-Y-Y-L-D-7-7 at gmail.com. My name is Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. Stay woke. Stay tuned, people. One love.